0: Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we talk about how to use out-of-band management for daily networking tasks, and not just when there's a problem or crisis. Our sponsor is OpenGear, and we're joined by Ramtin Rampur, Solutions Architect, to talk about use cases, including zero-touch provisioning, configuration, and more. Uh, Ramtin, welcome to the podcast, and you just give our listeners a quick reminder of what OpenGear does.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Drew. Uh, OpenGear is a resilience platform which provides you secure access to your network on day one for provisioning, day-to-day for management, and... Or your worst day when the network goes down. Our goal is to bring value and impact that exceeds disaster recovery or insurance policy.
0: Okay, so you're saying you can use OpenGear, of course, on those bad days when you need that out-of-band management capability, but there's also things you can use the product for day-to-day for regular networking tasks.
1: Absolutely. We continue finding that out-of-band is super handy to have. Uh, Your console connection is is super handy to have for, for your bad days. But it is important to have day-to-day connectivity for your regular network management tasks, right? So if you want to go change an IP on your switch or on your router, if you want to take a look at some firewall rules, you can do all of that over a console connection just to ensure that your change uh, is taking place correctly and you don't lose connectivity at the time of the change management.
0: And you can do that because you've got that connectivity right there already. It's already set up and ready to go.
1: Exactly. You have a full console connection. You can take a look at your debug logs. Uh, You can change your bot rate even if you want from 9600 to something a little bit faster but our goal is to ensure that you have full connectivity uh, for your day one so you can fully provision your devices right so when somebody uh, slaps in a brand new switch or router you want to be able to configure that as easy as possible and we provide you that console connection but then at the same time six months from then if you want to change an ip address it's better uh, when you go into maintenance mode To do everything through console, so you can ensure that even if you have a typo in your configuration, you don't lose access and you can quickly recover and make the changes you need to. Got it.
0: Okay, so one of the things I teased in the introduction is that zero touch provision. Can you talk about using OpenGear and the console for that zero touch provisioning?
1: Absolutely. So uh, our console servers have Docker installed inside of them. So there's a lot of cool things that you can do. And one of them is using the product as a ZTP server. So essentially what you're doing is you're setting up a Docker container with DHCP and a Docker container with uh, HTTP or TFTP, whatever your file transfer methodology is preferred. Mm-hmm. And the, the essential goal here is that you plug in your network equipment into the open gear via its network port and you can get a DHCP IP, it's full configuration, uh, the device's firmware, uh, all of that is configurable through the OpenGear product. So it's again, no longer just your uh, insurance policy for when things go wrong, but it can be something that you can configure ahead of time, ship it to a site and you plug in an entire rack and everything automatically gets configured without you ever having to touch another network device.
0: Okay, and can this, this is something I can also do remotely, meaning maybe I need somebody on site to plug things in, but they don't necessarily have to be able to configure the devices. I can do that remotely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what we can do is we can uh, quickly talk about Lighthouse, which is our centralized manager, right? So that's where we aggregate all of our serial ports, all of our console servers, and uh, the best way to do this is essentially you configure the open gear very very minimally right so one or two configuration lines just so you can talk to the centralized manager Mm -hmm. and from that point on you have this software in the cloud or on-prem whatever you would like to deploy it where you can have access to all of your equipment and what i mean by that is all of your open gear devices as well as all of the devices behind the open gear right your switches your routers your firewalls And since you have access, you can uh, essentially configure the open gear with Docker containers, with TFTP servers, whatever you would like to ensure that you can ZTP the rest of the network.
0: Now, why would I necessarily want to use a Docker container
1: for this use case? Absolutely. So we currently don't have a DHCP server, but what we find what we found out is that Docker containers and Docker in general is pretty flexible for tools uh, like this. So what you can do is you can essentially create this offline Docker installer that you can push down from Lighthouse to all of your nodes. And within a matter of minutes, you have a full standing ZTP server without having to individually configure devices, right? So everything can be centralized. And the other benefit is once you're done with the Docker container, you can easily turn it off and turn it back on for where you need to with a couple of simple commands.
2: Zero-touch provisioning is a unique situation for certain types of customers, particularly people who've got a lot of stuff to provision. But that idea of turning the Docker on when you know you're going to provision and then turning it off is actually a security. Feature that is not, you know, if it was inside of your of OpenGear as some sort of you know standard thing, it becomes a weakness. And you could always just script it so that the, the Docker container spawns and up it comes, does what it needs to do, and then shut down. But one of the other things I've seen people do is have Docker containers with DNS and DHCP. So in the event of a failure of a remote site. Those containers actually contain all the tools you need to do troubleshooting. They're not there. They're not operational in normal situations, but you can come into the open gear and then have a standard Docker container of troubleshooting tools as well.
1: Uh, that's absolutely correct. And a great example of that is, uh, you know, a simple Docker container that has iperf running on it just so you yep. can check your network connectivity, your, bu- uh-huh. your speed, um, and making sure that your network is functioning function as expected.
2: And Docker has... Routing or connectivity, it's total separate from the out of band features that OpenGear gives you. You can come in over a 5G, 4G, 3G backdoor type thing that is only active when it needs to be active. So, again, low security profile. Connect, spawn the Docker container, and then you've got your full troubleshooting suite ready to go. As you say, iPerf ping, trace pings, you know, smoke pings, whatever it is that you're going to use, yeah. or maybe even run like what in, what we are seeing in a lot of places these days is actually running agents and having off uh, cloud hosted uh, digital experience monitoring. You could run those in this box and start to do again a, a testing platform like that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. One of the one of the more popular agents nowadays is ThousandEyes, uh, which mm. we can easily deploy with a matter of clicks, a couple mm-hmm. of commands that you run into our products, and now you have a ThousandEye agent uh, running on the Open Gear. we actually POC ah. that and we have a couple of customers that currently use it. Mm. And they have full uh, monitoring of their network status uh, all through the ThousandEye agents to mm. their portal.
2: So coming back to what you were saying about Z, zero touch provisioning or ZTP, do you see what I did there, Drew? I actually said it American style. Z, you're starting I to rub off on me. Oh no, you're turning American. Don't do that. Now one of the things that I like about uh, the Open Gear, this idea of the Docker, is that you can actually see all of the log messages. Right, you don't. You can capture the boot
1: cycle. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, you can do that through uh, your console port. And the really cool thing is uh, on Lighthouse, you can push everything upstream to the centralized manager to lighthouse which means that all of your console ports all of your log messages from everything behind the open gear your switches your routers can all be forwarded to lighthouse to a single location where you can quickly monitor if something goes down you can click on a port log and look and see exactly what could have happened to to cause that network to go down and i use that exact same channel to jump back into the serial port and troubleshoot and fix whatever that may have gone wrong
0: So you've also got use cases around SD-WAN and OpenGear. Can you talk about what customers are doing there?
1: Absolutely. So with SD-WAN, just like any other network, you have a uh, site where it's set up for resiliency. It's set up with multiple hardware devices, and you have something like an SD-WAN physical equipment there that's connected to a broadband, which basically Uh talks to the cloud. So even though SD-WAN is a... uh, redundant and resilient platform usually, you still have a bunch of network equipment behind it that right. need managing. Right. And on top of that, even uh, at, at best case scenario, there are times sure. where you lose connectivity, you lose network connectivity to the cloud uh, through the SD-WAN device. So there's a couple different solutions that we provide that focus on resiliency that also apply to SD-WAN. Uh, one of them is IP pass-through. So we call that fail-to-cellular. And this uh, fail-to-cellular functionality essentially provides its internal IP address to the downstream router or to the to the SD-WAN device, which ensures that you have a secondary or treasury broadband connection. And it's all happening over our cellular product, but we're just uh, acting as another hop. Uh, basically, the IP address is assigned to the downstream device and they can now continue using it as if uh, they they own that particular Mm. uh, broadband segment.
2: So, and that also in the data center context, people do use the open gear as a puppet agent. If you're using an agent-based provisioning technology where you need an agent to work on your behalf, a lot of people use the open gear as that
1: key point, sometimes even for Ansible as well. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So, uh, mm-hmm. just one more point about the SD-WAN connection is we have uh, a lot of customers that have, you know, coffee shops, uh, remote sites, uh, edge locations where they have credit card machines. They have other tools that they need to have up at all times. Otherwise uh-huh. they're, they're losing value and they're losing money every day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what happens is utilizing that IP pass through functionality, they're finding that they're able to continue running their credit card machine even when the broadband connection goes down. And at the same time, you can use that exact same channel to access the open gear and access all your devices behind the open gear to troubleshoot the problem. And sometimes the problem is not something that you can fix, right? Sometimes a broadband connection has gone down and you just got to wait 30 minutes for it to come back up. And we <laughs> give you that internet connection, right? For that 30 yeah, minutes, yeah. you're not sitting there saying, oh, we can't run credit card machines. And- yeah. So business doesn't have to come to a screeching halt just because that's, that's that's SD-WAN routers down.
0: So Ramton, you had mentioned Lighthouse earlier, centralized management. Can you tell us a little bit more about how this works?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as we mentioned, Lighthouse is essentially a centralized manager software, right? That gives you portal to all of your out-of-band network. Uh, This includes all of your open gear devices, as well as devices behind your open gear, your switches, routers, firewalls, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, The really cool thing is that the product um, is built in a resilient manner, meaning that you can have multiple instances of it for recovery and redundancy purposes. Uh, it's scalable. We've tested to well over five thousand open gear devices enrolled. Uh-huh. Um, and just as a reminder, you know our our highest density is ninety six port, meaning that five thousand times ninety six ports is how many network <laughs> equipment devices. <laughs> that seems can't... improbable at that point right <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. but you but you can't have that many devices accessible all through a single portal
0: and is lighthouse available in the cloud, or is this software that I'm running
1: on-prem somewhere? Um, it's it's a software that you can deploy either on the cloud or uh, on-prem. We'll leave that up to you. Some customers have uh, Lighthouse deployed internally for security purposes, and some have it in uh, in the cloud for redundancy or for ease of access, right? It gives you yeah. access quickly. You can jump in. It's easier to recover and uh, bring back up should something go down.
2: I should note that you actually have a whole range of appliances here. You have 3G, 4G, g terminals which have got a few serial ports on them some of them have got rs422 type technology others have a range of other connectivity options it's not just 96 ports it's actually a whole range of hardware that you could choose right
1: yeah absolutely we we try to uh, be, be very, very flexible for our customers uh, so mm. we have products that have LTE uh, modules embedded. We have products without the LTE module. So basically any of our products can be with or without LTE module. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have products with high ethernet density. So we have one, for example, with 24 serial ports and 24 ethernet. So that's a great example of how you can Mm -hmm. utilize the uh, Docker ZTP setup, right? So you have 24 ethernet Mm -hmm. port and manage your management LAN through IP, plus the serial port. And we have uh, smaller products that have uh, all the way down to four serial ports for your edge location. So we're, we're pretty flexible on that. Yeah. Um. I, I'm willing to bet that any type of site that a customer has, will, we have a product that, that fits the bill.
2: Yeah, I wanted to mention that because the lighthouse management becomes more critical when you have a large number of devices or when you have diverse in number of devices. Trying to keep track of them all and asset manage them all and keep all the code up to date. It does work a lot better if the vendor's providing me with an administration platform that's going to do the updates. I mean, it's all fun and fun and games playing, you know, writing an Ansible script to patch them, but it's a lot easier if you're using someone else's tools sometimes.
0: I mean, I'm thinking specifically about that coffee shop or retail environment where I've got lots of open gear yeah. equipment in lots of different places.
1: I would want centralized management. Exactly. And and the benefit of the centralized management is not just for a portal to access things. Um, It also, as you mentioned, gives you the functionality to upgrade all all of your Open Gear devices. It gives you the Mm. ability to uh, run multiple scripts, whether it's manually or during the enrollments as they're connecting to Lighthouse. And both Lighthouse and all of our console servers are um, API first, which Mm -hmm. means that you have an API endpoint to make any configuration changes that you would like instead of having to you know go to the cli or ui so we give you that and so does uh, lighthouse as
2: well so i can write exactly. my python and ansible against lighthouse and let you do the upgrade the code i could just write an ansible script that tells lighthouse to upgrade the firmware <laughs> or you know make this change or spawn the docker instance and let lighthouse take care of that stuff
1: exactly exactly we try to make it as easy as possible so for all the cli folks that you know lo- love being inside the cli there's a you know shell uh, that you can go into and make modifications for the ui folks we have a fully embedded UI, and then obviously uh, API endpoint for anybody who wants to do some automation. So you're right up to date on all the modern automation and scripting, playbooks, et cetera. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, that does uh, wrap up our time. We have uh, Ramton If folks want to find out more about OpenGear and all the things we talked about. Where should they go?
1: Uh, most certainly. It's been a pleasure. And if you want to see a demo, you can reach out to us at cells at opengear.com.
0: Uh, thanks, Ramtan, for being with us, and thanks to OpenGear for being a sponsor. And thanks to you for being a listener. If you like this episode, there are many more fine, free, technical podcasts and our community blog. It's all at packapushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packapushers. Find us on LinkedIn, hear us on Spotify, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.